Welcome to another episode of the Lone Recruiter Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Clementson, and if you're a recruiter on your own or just lacking general advice or mentorship, you've come to the right place. Our episodes are designed to give you the motivation, the strategies, and the advice you need to become the very best Lone Recruiter. So join us, grab a cup of coffee, let's take your desk to another level. Now, today's episode is, how do you get a candidate to tell you their salary when they're trying to hold on to that information? And we've all been there. How many times have you got the perfect candidate, they've either come through an ad or you've headhunted them. Either way, they're looking at a role that you're trying to fill and you go, I want to interview this person. You interview them, you go through that information, you get everything you need and you ask them, what are you making at the moment? And they say, I'd rather not tell you. It's so annoying because we know why we need that information. It helps us close that candidate down the line because if we get an offer that's below what they're on, they're not going to take it. I mean, I've actually closed people on less money before, but let's not take that there on this episode. Um, generally speaking, people change jobs, not just to better their job, but it is a monetary move as well. So we know that asking that question, how much are you making? We understand what that means. It's A, are you you know aligned for this role? B, are you already making way too much? Are we wasting our time? C, are you earning way under? Should we be like, maybe pitching this in a certain way so it doesn't look like there's extra question marks around your salary. There's all reasons why we want to ask for salary. Candidates, I think, the number one reason candidates don't tell us is that they just think, A, it's private. But I actually don't think that's what it is. I actually think they're ashamed or they might feel like they're being paid well below um, where they believe they should be at or they've seen the advertising and they've gone, that's way above where I'm at, so I better, not say, I better shut up and otherwise they're just going to give me like five grand more. Quite valid, right? So today's episode is how do we get that salary information out of them? Because if you're new at this or if you struggle at this, um, there are some things you can do that will almost guarantee that you get what you need out of them. So I've kind of got four phases that I walk through or I run through um, if I need to get there. The first being, you know, I do this every time and I typically get a get get what I need out of them. Um, you know, the this, this second phase is if you give them a bit of a better understanding of what um, what you need that salary for. Typically, a smart person would go, okay, that makes sense. You've conveyed that properly. The third thing would be, um, you know, not tricking them, but trapping them within a range. And then the last thing is just how you get a bit bit tricky about it. And that fourth one's the one I think a lot of people are going to get value out of. So, look, the first, the first approach I take with anyone when asking salary isn't just to ask, hey, what are you earning? If you ask that question at the top of your interview notes, at the top of your interview questions, you already know that you're probably going to get more pushback than normal. I'm going to guess that most of you have the question of what are you earning further down in the interview form. Now, whether you're using a template that someone's given you or that's just the way we've always done it, the psyche behind that is that when you ask someone really easy questions, let's just say like when was your last review? Well, there's no reason not to tell you that. Oh, my last review was maybe six months ago. Cool. When do you expect a... And then my next question is, do you expect an increase anytime soon? They, they kind of give you their answer. Um, you know, okay, you're expecting an increase. Do you know how much? Oh, maybe 2 3%. Okay. And then my next question is, do you feel underpaid? Do you feel overpaid? Do you feel, do you feel about right? So you're kind of getting them to answer some pretty routine and easy questions. And once they've answered a few and they're in that that rhythm of you ask, they answer, you ask, they answer, you ask, they answer, then you come in and go, cool, so how much are you making at the moment? Oh, I'm on da-da-da. They don't 
It, it should just flow as simple as that. If you ask someone at the start what you're making, it's going to feel very invasive very quickly. But you've got to lure them in with some simple questions that you need the answers for, but just just hit them quite quickly with these rapid-fire questions, get them answering, get them in a good rhythm, and when you feel they're in a good rhythm, that's when you ask, what are you earning? And nine times out of ten, they're going to give that to you. Okay, because there's a bit of context to the questioning. So that's the first phase. And typically, if you get that sequencing right, you're getting the salaries most of the time. But let's just say that one out of 10 person's like, oh, I'd rather not say. You got that first bit wrong. That's fine. Let's go to phase two. So phase two for me is, is just basically explaining why it is important to, um, to understand where, where their salary is at the moment. So my typical spiel around this is, hey, look, you know, I, I appreciate that that's a private thing, but it's it's quite important to understand where you're at. It's not to say that's where we're going to be, and it's not to dictate where you want to be in terms of what you hope to earn. Um, they're two separate figures. Like what you're earning now is very different to what you want to make, and 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 we'll go into that. But why it's important for me to understand where you're being paid at the moment is, well, one, I need to make sure that I'm going to get you a nice increase. Two where your company values at, values you at the moment can be quite indicative of, of where your level is at the moment. Three, if you're getting paid well overs, well, let's just stop this conversation now. I don't want to waste your time. You know what I mean? So you kind of, I just go into those really simple um, reasonings of why I need to see that um, salary. And again, nine times out of 10, people open up and go, look, okay, fine. That's it. That, you know, this is what I'm on at the moment. Then I go straight into, cool, let's park that there. You know I'm a recruiter. I get paid on a percentage. The more I get you, the more I make you. So I'm always pushing for top dollar. So if whatever's out there, if it's out there, I'm getting it for you. So this number's kind of relevant. It just helps us down the track when we're navigating the offers and, and I've got a better appreciation, understanding of where you're at and where we're going. Okay, yeah, yeah. But again, let's just say that one out of 10 says, I'm still not comfortable giving you that information. Um, well, now we have to get a bit clever. And I think this is where the gold of this um, episode comes into play. So the third approach now, third tier of thinking, I don't know what you want to call it, um, is trapping them within a range. So let's just say they've applied to an ad or let's just say you've put um, like a headhunting campaign out and they've maybe seen that brief and you probably have some sort of band of salary in it or if you don't, now's the time to talk about it. And I, what I would typically do is if you're an expert in your market and you've you, you sort of know what how many years of experience they've got, and you kind of roughly know what the role's paying. Create a brief, create a bracket, and just say, "Look, you know, if you're not willing to tell me, then I I want to also make sure we're not wasting our time. This role's paying between 120 and 145. Are we in the ballpark here? And when they say yes, you already know that they're either somewhere in there or below. They're not going to be above. Chances are, if they're above, they will correct you immediately. And say, "Oh, well, I'm actually I'm above that." You already know they're above 145. But if they say, oh, look, 120 to 145, the answer almost always is, oh, look at the upper end of that. Oh, okay, what, so 130? And then people love correcting you. People love correcting you when you're wrong, particularly when you're wrong and it makes them look shit. So if you correct and say, oh, look, so you're 130 and they're actually on 140, they're going to tell you, no, 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 oh, look, it's 140. You'll get them there. You just need to... Inch them there. Even if you know they're somewhere between 130 and 145, better than not knowing, right? You kind of know where they're playing. So the bracket scenario, the low end high, this is the bracket of the role. Is this okay? Is this going to work for you? Whereabouts do we play within this bracket? So if I got you 
one thirty out of this, you know, based on the you know what I've I've seen and what they're offering, would we be taking that? Oh, well, then it would have to be higher than that. You just need to keep going. Do not give up on it. It's so vital that you understand what the salary is because if you don't, you are you are. It's like fishing without a lure. Like it's it's just playing poker blind. You you just it, you just wouldn't do it. Um, but let's just say that doesn't work. Okay, and I touched on this before. My fourth strategy is actually a bit more cunning or a bit more conniving. Uh, is that even the word? Because that sounds really negative. Um, long story short, I said it before. Human nature is to correct you. If you get something wrong about an individual, they cannot help but to correct you. People love to correct you. So if I go through that whole interview process, I love the candidate, and I just hang out the phone, I'm like, I just did not get that salary out of them. Never happens, by the way. But let's just say it does, because I've heard it happen in the office. What we do is you call back next time when you've set something up or whatever, um, and you and you go, just want to touch back on money here. Um, I've kind of done some, some benchmarking a little bit, and I, f- I feel like you're, you know, you, you sort of mentioned that, that that bracket was okay, but you wouldn't give me, you know, an indication of what that would be. Um, you know, I'm really seeing that you're probably sitting at around this mark and make sure it's a low figure. Oh, it's it's I'm seeing about 120. They're gonna they're going to want to correct you. No, I'm not I'm much higher than that. Okay, okay, cool. Just keep harping on about it. And when you think you've got that number, is that inclusive of super or plus super? And ha- who's not gonna say plus super, right? So once they say plus super, you go, okay, so we're 130 plus super. Park that in your brain, hang up, you go off in your way. The next time you have to speak to them, maybe to set up an interview, maybe to put them in front of a client, just say, look, I'm just putting you forward. This is the role. This is what we're looking at. I've confirmed that you're currently on 140, including super. Da, 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 da. And just wait. If they're on including super, they'll agree. The amount of times I've gone back and challenged that plus super, including super, in that sort of manner, and it's, and it's not slipped past, but they've, yeah, that's right. Um, you catch them out of their own little game. Why is this important? Again, I said this at the start. If we don't understand exactly where they are within their salary brackets, we don't exactly know where they sit, you know, that could be the difference between making and not making a placement, which benefits the candidate ultimately, right? But I don't know, candidates, and rightfully so, feel like they have to play a game with their agent and it shouldn't, you shouldn't have that relationship with your candidates if you're doing things right because you are their biggest advocate. You are the one that's negotiating for them and you're the one that needs to get them the best rate. But you don't want that deal to fall over because you've pushed way too high for their abilities. At the end of the day, when we interview people, we've got a pretty good sense if they're going to be good and we've got a pretty good sense of what they can do. But ultimately, the client is the technical guru in the room. They're the ones that are actually going to employ this person and they're going to know whether this person's talking shit or not, Right. And that magic usually happens in the room. So if we pitch them too high um, salary-wise and we get it wrong, the client will whiff that there's nothing not right here. He's asking for way too much for their ability. and We won't make a placement. So the key takeaway for today is never give up on finding out salary. And there are four, that was four key ways to do it. So the first way, let's just recap, wrapping up now. The first, first way was just make sure when you're interviewing your candidate, get in a really good rhythm of asking simple questions and getting simple answers. Simple questions, simple answers. Maybe a slightly more difficult question, slightly difficult more answer. Boom, let's go for the let's go for what are you earning? And you should get that answer straight away. If that doesn't work, <clears throat> give them all the reasons why. Give them all the reasons why it's important that you need that salary. You've got those up your sleeve. You've you've said them all a million times. You need it for comparison. You need to understand where they sit in the market. Where does the current employer 
value them. You know, I need to make sure I'm not going to get you a an offer that's lower than what you're making now because you're not going to move. All those things, right? That's the second reason. That's that's the second process or or step you can take. The third step you can take is 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 using brackets. So okay, well this off this role is offering X to Y. Are you in within that bracket? Whereabouts do you fit? Okay, you're at the upper end. Oh, okay, so what? You're one thirty. No, I'm more like 140. Okay, cool. We're 140, 150. Kind of got a better idea of where you sit now. That doesn't work. You got your fourth and your last Hail Mary, which is being a bit more clever, a bit more you know cheeky with what you do. But just keep looping back every time you get on the phone. Just, just, just keep lowballing them. They cannot help but to correct you. Oh, I think you, I think you mentioned you're about 120. Oh no, I didn't mention. Oh, why have I got 120 here? Is that maybe that's what I thought you were on? No, no, no. I'm on. I'm on a lot more than that. Like almost want to insult them. <laughs> And, and they'll want to correct you, right? So they're my four steps to getting a salary out of a candidate if they're not telling you. Good luck. Happy hunting. That's all I have time for you today. As always, have an amazing day. Make all your deals come true.